Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. Sam is a certified psychic medium, wellness coach, and is the executive director of Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated and is your answer to finding wellness in every area of life. Good morning and welcome to Grounded Roots with Sam Black. I'm your host, Sam Black, and today it is a little bit of an overcast day, but spring is still in the air here in Niagara Falls, Ontario. And you know, it's days like this and this time of year where everything's coming to life and you can certainly feel magic all around you. And today is the perfect day to be welcoming my special guest, Diamira Rose Augustino. And I've had her on the show before and I absolutely adore her. And we, the last time it was the beginning of fall and now it's to welcome in the spring air. So it's, it's interesting how that worked out and it wasn't necessarily planned that way, but um, I love how things work out exactly how they're supposed to. And you know, today we're going to be exploring all about ways that you can bring magic back into your world. Certainly, there's a lot going on politically and around the world that can really be bringing people down. And we really want to share with you ways that you can rethink yourself, welcome the magic back into your world, and awaken that inner child just so that you can enjoy every day as it's meant to be that gift that you've been receiving. So without further ado, Diamira, welcome to the show. Hi, Sam. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, wonderful. And we're so excited to have you back here today. How have you been doing? Oh, my goodness. I have been doing. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what I'm doing is doing. <laughs> I've been busy as a bee, and um, I was just sharing earlier how I'm just carrying on life as usual, you know, working and working with clients and spreading magic and all of the things. And meanwhile, it's just really occurred to me that I'm actually moving next week and we're closing on a house and moving and my stepdaughter's coming this weekend for spring break and it's like, wait a minute, Diamira, <laughs> we need to kind of <laughs> realize that there's a lot going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love that. I love that. And I am so excited about your move because it sounds like the absolute perfect space for you. Oh, it is absolutely beautiful. And we're going to be talking about magic today. And this place, the experience of finding this place was none other than absolutely magical. The experience of finding it was a complete miracle to the point where my husband and I thought that we were going to have to rent again. We had spent months and months and months searching everywhere for the perfect place. The perf- We wanted land. We wanted beauty. We wanted to be in the mountains and the forest and you know, all the things, and we were coming down to the last moment where we, our lease was up, and, and that was it, and there was no, no prospect of renewing this lease, so everything was kind of like, okay, maybe we're just going to rent again, and at the last moment in February, this place just materialized out of thin air like magic. It was incredible. That's amazing. I love that, and you know, I love the way in life in general in those moments when we think oh my goodness like things can't get any better like things or things can't get any worse what we expect to find isn't isn't there and then all of a sudden at the right moment it appears itself i love when that happens because not only is it absolutely perfect but it also just helps us to appreciate what we have a little bit more Yes, absolutely. I find it's that moment like you were talking about. It's that moment when we actually surrender and realize that if we just stop pushing and we kind of kick into easy drive and we just let go a little bit, 
then something greater than we could have possibly imagined, something greater than our current level of consciousness can unfold before us. I love that. And to me, that's magic. Oh, that's wonderful. And I also love that feeling of magic when you do find that perfect space where you're supposed to be. It's almost as though it's, you know, Christmas morning and it's been placed on your path exactly where, you know, you can really open up and surrender and um, allow wonderful things to happen in your world. And so I have had that opportunity a few times myself, um, you know, where I was just thinking this is, you know, going to be the everyday and then all of a sudden an opportunity just presents itself. And it's especially magic when it's going to be a home where you're going to live and be surrounded by every day. Yes. It, the, and just what you said, the moment we stepped on the land, it was like this, oh, this reverberation of energy as if the land were speaking to us. And, of course, it was. But it really was this moment of mystery meets magic meets knowingness. And it was all right there. And it, it was just so perfect. It was true. It was true perfection. It was like, this is the stuff that dreams are made of kind of thing. Oh, I love that. I love that. You know, it's so funny. I, I often share with my coaches when I'm training them, you know, different personality styles, right? And we'll talk about the auditory and kinesthetic and visual. And I always give the example of, you know, how our auditory learners, when they buy a home, they want to see the contract, who's lived here for the last however many years, what does that crack over there mean? When was the last inspection done? I want all the, every little tiny detail. And then there's me. I don't even have to see the house. I just have to step on the property or walk in the door, visualize, okay, the tree's going there, feels really good. Yep, this is home. You know, and it, it's so funny because my husband's that auditory guy, right? Whereas me, I'm like, no, this, is, this isn't the place. And he'll be like, babe, you haven't even seen it yet. I'm like, oh, no, no, I've seen it because I can feel it. And this is not it. <laughs> and it's so funny. So I can totally be with you stepping on that land and feeling the magic all around you and going, yes, this is home. Because I totally understand what that feels like. Yes, yes. And, you know, I was – one of the things that I was really – thinking about and pondering when I was in meditation and sort of uh, preparing for this, uh, for to, to our talk today, is I was saying, you know, what is creating magic really about? And I was really thinking about the land and my new home and, and how, how that plays and everything. And I was, you know, I'm sitting in meditation and you know when we get that moment of crystal clarity and it, it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, of course, and it's simple. It's not complex. It's really, really simple. And what I got was that magic is not about belief. That's that's where we that's where we sometimes miss the boat. We don't have to believe in magic. We simply have to become aware of it. That's all. I love that. I love that. And you know what? That's so true because we all know someone or maybe we've been there ourselves where we haven't necessarily been a big believer in things. And then all of a sudden it presents itself. And if we're not at least open to that possibility, it's not likely we'd actually catch that opportunity to receive that magic into our world. Exactly. Exactly. We have to be, we have to really, almost it's a remembering of how to be like that little child where everything around us can, it becomes breathtaking and awe-inspiring. It's moving into that perception of innocence. And really, for me, it's changing our perception of reality. That's really important because no matter what we do, again, we can try to replace and reimprint these new beliefs and these new ideas. But if we aren't willing to perceive things in a different way, but to perceive the world around us in a different way, then magic, it can be all around us. We're just, it, it's, it's knocking on our door all the time, <laughs> waiting to come in. We just, don't seem to have the eyes to see it. And so that's what I love 
doing with people is really helping people move into magic eyes and magic hearing and magic heart, which is that ability to perceive magic once again. I love that. I love that. So you said a couple really key things. First of all, I really want to um, highlight that it's making things very simple. That aha moment, often our, our earth brain tries to make things so complex and so difficult because it keeps us busy, right? It's its own agenda. But the reality is we can find the magic in the simple everyday things that we're, because those are the things we're not looking for. We're looking for the most complicated. And so when you make it real simple, that's when it happens. That's where the magic is. And, you know, I love in those moments of meditation, and I've had that experience as well, where, you know, I'm, I'm looking for what I believe to be a complex answer. And the reality is it's just simple. Simple, just open the door and allow and I love, love, love how that happens. Yes, yes, simplicity. That, to me, that's always the key when I'm really flowing with spirit, as I call, when I'm really sort of opened up to that divine inspiration because it's the complexity of the mind, and the mind is okay. We don't want to, you, know, you know, bad mouth or demonize the mind or the intellect because it's wonderful. It's wonderful. But the thing is we've sort of made it ruler over everything, and we have kind of gotten out of balance with this whole mind, and I think, therefore, I am. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. we've really clinched the whole mind thing with, with that. It was it – was, but before that, there was a way of perceiving the world from the heart. And, and I, I know I talk about the heart a lot, but it's so, so important. And, and when I talk about it, I'm not talking about the heart as another New Age cliche. You know, listen to your heart, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Listen to your heart. But this is, there's a really practical way, a really grounded way of moving back into the heart because what the heart is, is the heart is actually an organ of perception. And and I love this. I love this because the ancients have been saying this for thousands of years and now science is backing it up and saying, yes, yes, the heart is where, is where it's at. The heart is the organ of perception. And they even found that the heart has a tiny little brain in it. It sounds crazy, but that's what they call it, the tiny heart brain. But it's a little panel. It's a little neural network that's inside the heart. And so it actually, it truly does perceive. And, and so when we move into that more heart-based perception of reality, then we can really begin to re-invite magic back into our lives. And that that's when the magic that's all around us that has been taking place at each and every moment, that's when it becomes real again for us. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. And I'm so fascinated by this idea of this tiny little brain being inside our heart, especially because it wasn't that long ago that it was determined that, you know, our stomach and our guts, like our second brain. So I just, that little kid in me now is envisioning these little brains thinking to themselves and all working cooperatively to help us live, breathe, and digest every day. It just, it's not, that alone is magic, I think. Yes, yes. As if that weren't magic enough. Like, how cool is that? I just love that. And when you start looking at the heart, even even beyond the tiny heart brain, you know, they found out that the heart actually has an electromagnetic field that's way greater than the brain. So this is, again, that we're not talking woo-woo here. We're talking about it actually can be, it's a field that can be measured. The electrical field is 60 times greater than that of the brain, and the magnetic field is 100 times greater than that of of the brain. So that's like, that's really, really powerful. And what they found in this electromagnetic field is it's 
ability to receive and transmit information. So literally, the heart really is a processing center that is perceiving, that can transmit and receive information and data from the world around us all the time. And the, pro- and the, the challenge is, is that what's happened over time is we've disconnected the ability for the heart and the brain to communicate. So the brain has kind of taken over and there's no longer what scientists are now calling something called coherence taking place where the, and that's where you want the brain and the heart to start talking to each other again. So isn't this cool that this is like all real science? This is so cool. So cool. And you know, I really love it because some people will totally hear us talk about bringing magic into our world and they go right to the heart space and their soul space. And they're like, yes, these girls are going to talk my language. But I know there's some listeners out there that are thinking, okay, these girls are a little too woo-woo for me. I want to find And you know what, guys? Demir just, Demir just gave you that science. So it's absolutely fantastic. And you know, the romantic in me is now envisioning that whole magnetic field and how strong it is and thinking about opportunities like love at first sight or, you know, that first moment you hold your puppy. All those things, right? And those hearts are actually like magnets coming together. And I just so, so love that. Yes, exactly. And and so for the for all the people that like to go on the little bit of the woo side and a little bit, you know, just dance into the realms of magic, we are so gonna go there because that is really where it's at and where we're going. It's just sometimes we need to give our brains permission to have a rest. And we do that by saying, here, listen, the science is here. So just chill out. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> and the brain can kick off and it can take a seat and it can have a tea or something, whatever it needs to do so that we can get our play on. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, you know, getting our play on is exactly my favorite thing to do. This weekend, um, my good friend, Jolie Engelbrecht, she's been on the show before. She was here um, visiting for the weekend. And, you know, I really enjoy at the end of a quarter for business because we get so busy with what we're doing. I love celebrating. So her visit was my celebration for all the hard work I've done in the last three months. And it happened to snow, which is really weird because, you know, we're, we're into April and we've certainly been experiencing some nice days. But, you know, the, the earth welcomed a blanket of snow, and um, it, was, it was quite beautiful, actually. So I took her to Grounded Roots Wellness just to kind of show her around before we were going to go spend our day. And sure enough, I saw her eyes look down at the snowbank, and she went to reach for it. And it's so funny because it was almost like she was like, oh, no, no, I can't do that. And I just turned to her, and I said, do it. And she's like, really? I said, yes, you really need to do it. So she grabbed a handful of snow, opened up the store door, and just threw the snow at Chris. Oh my goodness, we laughed for a good 20 minutes. Those little opportunities to play, those are magic. <laughs> I love that, and I'm so glad that you talked about the snow, Sam, because nature, to me, for me, has hands down been my number one doorway into the world of magic, and I I know that that is absolutely because nature really is both this beautiful, magical manifestation on our planet. It is that beautiful perfection of spirit that is manifested in reality that we can see touch and feel and so by really moving out into the natural world in a heart-centered way that is really how we begin to re-invite the magic back into our life we allow nature to almost be that doorway into the unseen realms of magic and and for me, this has been key. This has been one of the number one ways in my life that whenever I'm getting too uptight, I'm getting too anything, I go out in nature. And I don't mean that I pack a backpack and go for a trek in the woods and, and have my idea of exercise. It's not about exercise. It's really about something 
really actually paying attention and engaging all of your five senses to the utmost because when you really engage your five senses, what happens then is that magical, what we call, some call the sixth sense or the ability to see beyond the veil or whatever you want to call it. That's when that kicks on is when all of the other senses are really stretched out and you're kind of engaged in that sensory experience then the left brain takes what we call that little vacation. <laughs> the right brain starts to flutter. The heart starts to flutter. And then all of a sudden, something else happens. It's like, have you ever been out in nature on a walk? And maybe you stop, you see something. You're, I don't know, maybe you've gotten to the edge of a, on top of a mountain or you've gotten to the edge. I love water. I love how water looks as it's traveling through, especially when there's sun coming sunlight coming through the trees and the leaves. I love how the water sparkles with the sunlight pouring through it. So I tend to be really mesmerized by flowing water. So stopping in that, yeah, stopping in that moment of mesmerization and just kind of letting something happen. And it's hard to put into words, but there's something that shifts. And again, I know even the most, the most, um, analytical person probably knows what I'm talking about, even if they don't want to admit it. There's this moment where you're standing there and suddenly you feel like you're not the outsider looking into this world, but suddenly you are a part of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. I totally know what you're talking about. And, you know, that's part of the reason I love chatting with you so much because you get it. (laughs) Because a lot of people look at me like, Okay, get to the point, Sam. What are you talking about? Like, that is the point. That is the point. You know, that those little sun trickles, and you can, even if your eyes are closed, you still feel its warmth, and you can hear the trees talking to you while you walk past them, and, you know, and, and people sometimes will look at me like, okay, <laughs> you know, but I love that because you, you get it, and a lot of other people get that too, and you know, here's the thing, if, if you're not getting it, if you're like, you know, a tree is just a tree, because I've heard people say that before. I'd really love for you sometime in the next week, go spend some time alone with trees. Be conscious to leave your phone, your computer, whatever else, all in your car. Don't take it with you. And just go and listen to the sounds of the world around you because they're constantly sharing messages with us, even if it's just birds building a nest or, you know, the breeze going through or watching buds be born on trees because that's all happening around us here in North America. All kinds of wonderful things like this. That's all so magical. And your piece of magic, everyone listening the fact that you woke up this morning, the fact that you're breathing, the fact that you can share love with other people, it's all magic. Yes, and I would absolutely love to share with your community, if I may, Sam. I I totally understand what you're talking about, where there are some people that go out and they say, yeah, the tree is just the tree. I don't have this experience. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can promise you there is nothing wrong with you. And, and, and I also can promise that those of us who can see, hear, and feel a, a little bit beyond the ordinary senses, there is nothing more special about us any more than anybody else. I believe, and, and what I teach people is that we all have these natural abilities, and this goes back to if you're not hearing, seeing, feeling, and experiencing the world around you as magic, all that means is that you have, you have to still change your perception of reality. That's all. Because if you stay up in your analytical mind, like we talked about, then, then it's not going it, to, it's, oh, it's going to be as if it doesn't exist. And you know what? The tree will be just the tree because that's how the brain, that's how the brain sees things. Remember, the brain has two hemispheres, the right and the left. And so no matter how much we integrate those and our little corpus callosum is working, it doesn't matter because it's still going to see us and them. It's always going to perceive reality as something outside of us, but the heart doesn't. So I'd love to share with your community a really simple way that if they're out in nature and they're totally extending their senses and they're trying to get into the mode of really seeing, feeling, and hearing in a new way, 
and they still can't seem to figure it out, I'd love to share a fun technique that takes a little getting used to, but it's really effective, if I may. I would love that. I would love that. And I know our listeners would love that, too. Okay, great. Okay, great. So bear with me. Uh, the, the, te- the technique that I'm going to share is something called wide-angle vision. Wide as in W-I-D-E, like the measurement, wide angle, like A-N-G-L-E, vision. And this is a technique that comes down to us from our beloved Native Americans. And this is, interestingly enough, they don't really consider this a technique. This is just how they see. And as you know, most of us, when we're walking in everyday world, we're walking around, you know, what we're doing is we're looking straight ahead. I mean, you might turn your head or something, but have you ever noticed where sometimes you're walking, especially out in nature, and you see something out of the corner of your eye, and when you look, it's gone? That Absolutely. Is, so there is a, yeah, right? So there is a whole way of seeing peripherally. And I'll explain a little bit later why this is actually so powerful. But what the Native Americans do, and I'm not suggesting that they all still do this anymore, but, but they, the way that they used to see is they used to see not only straight ahead, but they would almost see as they're walking through their everyday life in a 180-degree view. So they're seeing straight ahead and also peripherally all at the same time. And there's actually a way that we can retrain ourselves to begin to see in this way. So I, so if we all just, um, obviously, if you're driving or anything like that, then please don't do this. <laughs> Wait, you may listen to the show after because you will need both of your hands in order to do this. And I like to do it standing up. So what you do is if you stand up and you raise your arms both out to either side, so, you know, your right arm is extended out to the right and your left arm is extended out to the left, and you've got your arms out almost as if you're about to flap them like wings or whatever, and I want you to just extend them as far back as possible. So they might even, you know, you can kind of feel your little shoulder blades gathering up a little bit. They don't have to go too far back. You're not reaching behind you, but just back enough to where you get a really good stretch in that, that sort of um, that area of your shoulder. Okay, so now once you've got that, what I want you to do is take your, um, your middle finger and your pointer finger together and start waving them or wiggling them, okay? And as you're doing that, very, very slowly, and your eyes should be open by the way. Very slowly, I want you to start bringing your arms very slowly, very slightly forward. And the moment that you can actually see movement, your fingers moving, the movement, stop. You should be able to see just from the very slight corners of your eyes, you should be able to see a little bit of movement. And that's when you want to stop. Now, I know for the first time that you're doing this, this is like, whoa, this takes a lot of concentration. And this is kind of challenging, but just practice that for a moment and see what happens. That is so cool. I love that. Isn't that cool? That puts you, what that does is, again, by moving, I don't, and I don't know why this is, it might have to do with the eyes being connected to the brain, whatever it is, but by extending your vision out peripherally, you're, you're actually kicking yourself into that, a different brainwave state, and you're kicking yourself into that state of experiencing or perceiving reality from the heart. And, and, so, and so what I do is I get that, um, you know, you can get that going where you can see your fingers waving for a second. And then what you do, maybe you just drop your arms and see if you can stay like that without them waving. And then if you kind of notice you have a lot of thoughts going on or you've, you've started to look straight ahead, then just bring your arms back to readjust and bring your field of vision peripherally once again. And what I would invite everyone to do is when you're out walking in nature, like we talked about, and you are, maybe you're by a tree or a plant or something that really calls your attention. And you're extending your senses out. You're really listening for the sounds that you hear. And you're looking with your eyes to see all the beautiful shades of color. And your, your nose is picking up the extraordinary fragrances of spring that are kind of gracing it. And you're really indulging in all the senses. Then do this 
as you're sitting down on the ground, do this wide-angle vision and see what happens. See what happens. I would love to hear from everyone to see what happens when that – and, you know, this, this – I will preface this – or actually this is my disclaimer. This is, this is something we have forgotten how to see in this way. So when we retrain ourselves to see – and Sam's a, a wonderful life coach. I'm sure she can tell you about habits and, and how long it takes to re, re, you know, replace the habit and all that sort of thing. But basically, this is something that didn't disappear overnight. And so the first time you do it, I think, I know that you're going to feel different. You're going to mm-hmm. have an experience. But it's cumulative. And so each time you do it, it's going to become a little bit easier and a little bit easier like anything else. And all of a sudden, it may become natural. And I also want to say that people have this fear of going into the realm of the heart because of all of the ideas about emotions being, you know, running the show. And and we have the idea of being impulsive and irrational and all of that sort of thing. And what I want to say is that if we allow this realm to express itself and stop trying to squish it in a, in a box and put it in a corner, then it all of a sudden, it, there is not this impulsive behavior or this irrational emotions and irrational, irrational are not synom, synonymous with one another. This is just simply a symptom of not allowing our emotions to express because if anybody is an artist or anything like that, a writer or a musician, you know when you get in that divine state of inspiration where you're just totally, you know, channeling this beautiful piece of art, you don't worry about not functioning in reality. You don't worry about, oh, am I not using my brain and I'm not going to be able to analyze this or think about this, or if a person comes in to talk to me, I'm not going to be able to use language. We don't worry about that. So we should not worry about moving into the, the heart is simply bringing our lives into a greater state of balance so we can experience life in a fuller way because we've only really been seeing in black and white, and it's time to step into technicolor. Absolutely. I love all that, and what a helpful activity for everyone. And, you know, you did mention a couple of things that are so important. So earlier we were talking a little bit about how that – that idea of us and them, you know, and nature really helps pull us together so we understand that we're actually part of the wider magic. We're part of the divine. You know, we're we're one whole. There really isn't enough in them. You know, a tree is part of who we are. Um, but also that whole piece around being able to just let go and do art. So in my development circle this week, we actually did spirit art. And I, you know, as always, when I bring this up with people, they're, uh, you want me to draw? Like, I can't draw, right? <laughs> so I just remember, though, we're just, we're going to just let go and allow our inner child to take over and just whatever comes out is going to come out. The idea is really just to trust, right? And, um, you know, we go through a process to get into a space ready to go. And, the look on their faces when they were finished was so beautiful because they were, the, the constant themes are, first of all, this wasn't what I was trying to draw. I was really inspired to bring this about, but it wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, and also, they're just amazed that their hands were able to bring about this beauty. And, you know, nature does that for us. You know, when we can be out in nature, we're a part of that beauty. So, of course, we can express it. It's a matter of allowing our heart to express the emotion that, you know, emotions communication just is talking it. So, I love that you bring all of these things together because that is so magical. And being able to express our emotions it's just another way for our body and our soul to communicate with us and the rest of the world. Yes, exactly. I was always taught that emotion is really just energy in motion. And, mm-hmm. and the problem is when we don't allow the energy to move, <laughs> to flow through us, 
we don't, you know, we haven't, unfortunately, we haven't, I know I wasn't in, in my family, it, emotions were kind of a thing that you danced around. Maybe anger was kind of okay, you know, people yelled and screamed and that was, but, but emotion, any kind of vulnerability, oh, that was, that was not comfortable. Nobody really, everybody ran the other way. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's really a microcosm for, for the grander society. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think, a, a, I think a lot of people are kind of, they grow up where, especially in the Western world, where emotions are kind of, uh, they're, they're hit and go. They're, it's, it's like, well, express if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I think that, as you were saying, the art and moving into that space of the inner child, when we begin to move into that space, the magic starts to happen because we realize that all of those, those emotions that may not have gotten able to express for all that time, now they can start flowing. They can start freeing up a little bit. And so... I, one of the things that I notice with a lot of my people when I'm working with them is at the very beginning, it's, it's kind of a little bit like a floodgate, except not so intense, that, you know, all of this stuff has been backed up, <laughs> and all of this stuff being backed up for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, when you give it permission to come through, it'll just kind of come through, and it might come through, you know, maybe you're drawing on your paper, and it's all messy at first, and all of this stuff has come through, but after you kind of let it flow, and you continue the flow to allow itself to express, then all of a sudden, when you're getting on the other end of that, then the flow starts happening in a really, really beautiful way, and that's when I think what was so magic about that moment is that you get to see people's true magic and the true, their true nature. You get to see somebody's unique expression that they're bringing through, that they've come to the planet to share with the world, their unique gifts, because all of us have gifts, but we each express them a little bit differently and very uniquely. And I love seeing that with people when they really get what I call get their groove on and they really align with that, the beautiful truth of their being. And then the magic starts flowing through them in a way that has, it's never flowed through anybody else before. That's what I love seeing. I just love seeing that fam. I do too. It is. It's absolutely wonderful. And you know, I love how you mentioned that whole piece about the discomfort because really many of us have been raised that emotion is uncomfortable. You know, if you see someone crying, how do you manage that? Or whether or not you should cry in public or, you know, how much is too much for expressing love and gratitude and all of these things. So discomfort somehow has been attached to emotion for many of us. And so one of the things that I like to do with, with the people that I work with is talk about, discomfort and actually the beauty that comes from it because whether it's losing a job whether it's a marriage coming apart whether it's loss of a loved one whether it's an injury or a trauma all of those things are uncomfortable and they're not necessarily something we attach positive emotion to however if we can remember that from all uncomfortable and discomfort opportunities come beauty growth and and wonderfulness then we can have a new perception on it because it really like you were mentioning earlier it all comes down to the perception of how we are um, interacting with opportunities in the world and so the two examples I like to share are the one is giving birth it's likely the most uncomfortable thing a woman can ever feel but the moment of uncomfort isn't the moment they remember. They remember the tears of joy and holding their baby and all of the beauty that comes from that. And the same with a caterpillar. You know, it's a lot of work to break through that cocoon. If anybody has not seen this, definitely like a YouTube it. I'm sure there's a video or go to a butterfly conservatory. They have to really, really work at it. And it's not the prettiest thing on earth. But when they come out and their wings dry, now that is beauty. 
and that's opportunity, and that's when we can fly. So if you can look at the discomfort, whether it's through emotion or things happening in your world, and just think, okay, so what is the beauty that's actually being born here? What's the opportunity being born here? And there's no greater teacher for this than nature. Ah, oh, Sam, I love that. And when you were talking, I got two images. One was really, as you were talking about that discomfort that you experienced, I was, I was seeing a diamond and how the diamonds mm -hmm. are formed under pressure. So it's that high amount of pressure and heat that really forms and brings forth that, the beautiful stone that we all know today as the shining diamond. And, Absolutely. And then, right? And, and then when you were talking about the butterfly, I was thinking, oh, my goodness, yes, absolutely when the when the when the butterfly breaks through the cocoon and and then i was also thinking of oh my goodness and and imagine what we ne what we don't usually see is what's happening inside the cocoon the caterpillar is we're not talking about it's growing a tail or it's growing legs we're actually talking about a total transformation from this being that's sort of worm with all these legs to into this being with, I imagine, I don't know, six legs or something, and, and two wings. So it's a complete transformation, like a phoenix rising sort of kind of thing. And Absolutely. It, right, we could almost say, I mean, the caterpillar is, in a sense, it, it's going through its own death initiation. It's, it's going through its own, its own dying process, so it can be reborn into this beautiful experience. And I have to imagine that that's probably very uncomfortable. Absolutely. And you know what, though? Every single one of us, everyone listening, everyone you know, also has that capacity to grow their own wings and fly. So I love when you're talking about the pressure for diamonds. We can all imagine these people, maybe you're listening right now, where you feel this intense pressure inside and it's almost like you could blow at any time. You're actually creating enough pressure to create a diamond. It's your choice on how you're going to express that pressure. Mm. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Absolutely. And then we all have that capacity. There is, we, we actually are magic. So when people are saying, I'm trying to find magic in my life, you know, look in the mirror, look at your hands, look at all the lines on your hands. You know, you are an expression of beauty and magic, every one of us. Every single one every of us, single that's one the of thing, us. That's that's the thing. thing. That we are each and every special in our own way, and that's what I love, helping people discover what is their unique life that they've come to share with the world. I love that. I love that. And, you know, it's hard to believe, but we're actually coming close to the end of the show. I love chatting with you because we just get into it, right? We just have fun chatting and sharing magic. But it's so important for our listeners to know how to connect with you and what you're up to because you have some really amazing things happening right now. So we're going to go a little over on time, but that's totally okay and totally worth it because I would love for you to kind of share some of the things that you've got going on, and really how our listeners can connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to share I'd that. Love to share and that. One of the things, that, the I things that I have on the show on and that's that is, is I'd love to offer my free gift, which is three magic seconds your life purpose. And and you can find you that can find on that my website, my home page. You'll see at the very, very front there, it'll be big, and it'll say something like, are you meant to do more, are you ready to step into your design purpose? 
really stay in the know. All of these amazing tips and fun tools and practices that I love sharing with my teachers. I do a Facebook Live every world. 